Hi again. <laughs> Today is day four of this 10 day daily series. So I was wondering, can you let me know if this is good for you? You know that thing where I might just be here thinking that I'm dropping gems and being dope, but it's all just me being so bleh. <laughs> so please let me know. Send a DM on Twitter or on Instagram. My handle is at I am Toby Neji. Thank you. So over the past few weeks, one thing has been resurfacing for me. I believe that when something is a lesson that you need to learn, it will keep showing up in several places and forms until you paid some attention. I've had three separate encounters or conversations with people who do not know one another. And at different times in those conversations, they have interjected my flow to say things like, please don't say that, or God forbid that for you, or please no, that won't be the case. One of them went on to explain to me how he is careful about the words he uses to communicate things, particularly matters about the future. Then I reread Chimamanda's Feminist Manifesto, and the sixth, um, the sixth suggestion, <laughs> yeah, my words got messed up right there, but then suggestion number six kind of struck a chord. In that suggestion, she said, and I quote, language is the repository of our prejudices, our beliefs, our assumptions. Now, I don't think that it's a coincidence that I've been getting all of these nudges to check my language. So I wanted to talk about that with you today. You see, your words have power. I mean, Many of us talk about speaking things into existence, and if you're a Christian, you know that all of creation was brought forth by the Word. So I guess the question is, how do you speak of yourself? How do you use your words to design your life, your future? How do your words position your past, your story? As I record this, I remember sometime last year, I was listening to one of my close friends tell a story from his secondary school days. It was, it was so intriguing and everyone was spellbound. We were listening and laughing and just totally enjoying him and his story. Later that night, I asked him how he was able to tell the story in such an intriguing way. I mean, it was an experience that most of us who went to boarding school in Nigeria could relate to, but the way he told it made it so different, so unique and interesting. His reply to me was something about how it was his story, and so he had the power to tell it in the best light. So again, I ask, how do you use your words? It's something that I'm deciding to be more intentional about, and I have to say, it is much more than deciding not to use swear words or vulgar language. It goes way beyond that. I want my words to present me in the best light, even in the moments when I am ruffled, frustrated, or confused. I want my words to design my future and be a true indicator of my being. But how do we choose our words? I have three suggestions and I'm going to try them out. I invite you to try them with me as well. Suggestion number one, like Chimamanda suggests, is to decide on the things you will not say because your words show your value and will influence how you are valued. Suggestion number two is choose the words that you want to say often, learn their meaning and how they are used, and then use them. 
The final suggestion is before you talk, particularly about things that define you, your past, your present, your future, pause and think a moment. I think that eventually, as we continue to practice choosing our words, we'll get better at it and we'll find ourselves becoming people who tell our stories with grace, with humor and with intrigue, leaving very little room for our words to become the power that holds us back. What words will you choose? Well, that's something to think about daily. I'll see you again tomorrow.